Are you struggling to make your first 100K or next? Are you pretending you're successful, but barely getting by? Are you tired of comparing yourself to millionaires and billionaires who make it look so easy? Welcome to First 100K, the number one entrepreneur voice in America. I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like how to make your first $100,000, because I believe this is where 90% of entrepreneurs get stuck. And I tackle the mental game of entrepreneurship that we all secretly struggle with but won't admit. My guests are successful entrepreneurs who share their mistakes, their number one fears, their daily habits, and their superpowers that push them over the 100K mark. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a 10-time failed entrepreneur and the owner of two co-working spaces here in Tampa, Florida. This show was created for you the entrepreneur who's pushing to break through the elusive 100K milestone. Wherever you are in your business, you're just 100K away. Do you wish growing a business was easier? Are you feeling frustrated that it's taking so long to make your first 100K? I used to feel the same way until I discovered the one thing that was missing. It wasn't more marketing tips or strategies. It wasn't reading more business books and it wasn't learning more stuff. I could show you what's holding you back and blocking your success if you like. Typical side effects include higher income, peace of mind, loving relationships, real connection with God, freedom from addictions, purpose, fulfillment, and a brand new lifestyle. It all starts by scheduling a spiritual clarity call with me to get clarity on what you want right now in your life and to see if we wanna work together. Visit josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities to learn more. That's josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities. Today, my featured guest is Jen DeVore Richter, and she's a former marketing executive for NASA at Kennedy Space Center right here in Florida, right? My backyard here. She turned entrepreneur, recently awarded Innovator of the Year Global Award winning business coach 2019. That's an awesome achievement on her end. See, Startup Nation, I bring you the best of the best of the best for you so that you can learn and model their success and apply it to your business and start winning big. She's a strategic marketing consultant and keynote speaker for industry leaders, including the Ritz-Carlton, also my old neighborhood in New York City, right? Jen is also the CEO and founder of Boss Women Rock, an organization which helps women in business make their first or next 100K. That sounds so familiar. We're both aligned in that. Boss Women Rock community members hail from across the United States and international countries. And she's the editor and chief of Boss Women Rock magazine and host of the iTunes podcast, which features entrepreneurial celebrity guests like Laurel Langmeyer from The Secret. She is a media contributor, frequently appearing on TV and radio, including PBS, Huffington Post, NBC, ABC, Fox, and CBS, all the major outlets. Jen's book, Boss Women Rock, How to Go from Best Kept Secret to Sought After Expert, is now available on Amazon. Go get your copy. Her fifth book, fifth book, people, 
fifth. That's not a, an easy accomplishment. Uh, her fifth book, Go for Launch, Out of This World Sales and Marketing Tips for Business Growth with Real Results is currently in production. We were just chatting about it offline. For hobbies, Jen loves to cook, Thai food, hike with her husband, Will, and paint along to Bob Ross videos on YouTube. I will not hold that against her. That is hilarious. All right. You can find her at bosswomenrock.com, bosswomenrock.com. Jen, welcome to your first 100K. Thank you for being here and go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Well, what do you want to hear about first, Bob Ross or astronauts? I'm not, I'm not sure I want Bob Ross to be the star on my show today. <laughs> so just, be, you know what, take a minute and share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. Very few people know that I didn't move to the United States until I was nine. I grew up overseas, basically. My dad was in the military. He's uh, in the United States Air Force and was stationed overseas and that's where I grew up. So I have all these different childhood memories. They're very European mm. versus many of my friends and clients. They have American childhood memories and I don't I don't have it like that. Do you ever want to go back? You ever want to live Oh, overseas? I do go back all the time. Mm -hmm. Okay, but you yeah. don't want to live there. You want to I mean, I would live US. there. You <laughs> I would. would live okay. there. It. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, you know, but I have stepkids and you know, brothers and a dad and nieces and nephews and stuff. So I, I want to see them. Yeah, I get that. Like, uh, I just got married June 29th of this year and we went on honeymoon in Santorini, Greece. And uh, that's where my whole family's from. My mother's 100% Greek. Um, so we got to visit her home island, uh, visit the house where she grew up in and really connect with my roots. And that was such a cool experience. And I'm looking into getting dual citizenship, which would be, I think, epic. So oh, that's cool. yeah, it's kind of cool when you can do that. All right, let's get into business here. Startup Nation wants to know your tips, your strategies, what they can do to make 2020 their best year ever. Can you believe we're already in 2020 going in? All right. Future. It's, it's, it's huge. It's huge. All right, go back to year one in your existing business. Um, now, what specifically do you do, right? You got Boss Women Rock, but what is, what's that problem that women entrepreneurs are having that you specifically said, hey, that's a big enough problem that enough women are having that I think I could come up with a solution. And then what's the solution? Okay. So the real deal, like your logo says behind you, the real deal truth is that 88% of female owned businesses never make the first 100K. Boom. My stats stand, Startup Nation. 90% <laughs> of entrepreneurs, yeah, right? Yeah. Struggle. And yeah. But women in particular, men have a slightly better success rate with that. There's all kinds of reasons why, but sure. female entrepreneurs uh, struggle to just hit that first 100K. And I've been an entrepreneur for 16 years. I've, this is my fourth business iteration, and it's the one that I care about the most. I'm having the most fun, making the most money, and having a great experience with. And the reason why I started Boss Women Rock was because I have a consulting arm of my business where established businesses that really are investing in advertising, like they do TV commercials and radio commercials and print ads and stuff like that, hire me because their ads are broken. And so I redo their ads for them. Okay, so I have a, I have a, a consulting business for that. And I also speak, I do keynote presentations and get paid to speak for companies, associations and organizations. When I started in the speaking professional, in the 
professional speaking world, when I was speaking at female entrepreneur conferences and having conversations with the the women in business, that women business owners, they were telling me that they just were struggling with the money side of it. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of education and training on at the female conferences, I, what I call the softer subjects, like personal development, work-life balance, even like closet organization, all these. I was, and so I would show up at these conferences and I would be the only person talking about how to make money. And I was like, well, it's no wonder you're not going to hit those, that, that revenue goal. Cause this is just not the conversation that's taking place. And so I started Boss Women Rock. It's a membership arm of my business, a revenue stream, right? A a membership arm of my business as a way to help female entrepreneurs make their first 100K in a 52-week program. It's not a shiny object, silver bullet solution Mm -hmm. where you're going to get rich quick. This is not a scam. This is not a Band-Aid. This is real deal business coaching truths with support, um, group coaching, uh, an e-learning system, all of the opportunities, all of the resources that they need to make that first hundred K if they do the work. <laughs> if they do the work, Jan, that's what it all comes down to. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you this with this membership community, boss women rock, what keeps showing up as the number one thing that women entrepreneurs are missing when it comes to making their first 100 K. Shockingly, it's them not believing that they're worth it, that they are deserving of pricing that keeps them in business and lets them pay themselves. It is them not. So they have, I had, there's a little quote. They say, I love what I do so much. I'm willing to do it for free. And I say, okay, girl, but I get that. I get that you're heart centered and that you want to make an impact with people's lives and everything. But if you don't make money, you're going to have to go get a job somewhere. You're not going to have freedom in your life. You're not going to be able to stay home with your kids. If you don't, you know, you're just not going to have revenue is what makes income cash flow is what makes a business run. And if you have a heart inspired business and you have a message that you want to share with the world, you need that fuel in order to, you know, get your message out in the world. And that's what keeps them back is they don't think they're worth it. They care about their business so much. Like they're, they're just, they love it. They're almost too emotionally close to it sometimes. And so they struggle with the, the, the pricing and Mm -hmm. really looking at their business from the numbers standpoint and running the numbers first before they make decisions about marketing or product development or where they're spending their time. That's, that's really what it is. Yeah. I love that. And you know, uh, I do spiritual coaching, right. And Mm -hmm. in my spiritual coaching business, working with private clients, right. 60% are men, uh, male business owners and 40% are, are women. The number one thing that comes up with my female entrepreneurs is worthiness. It's the number one thing like spot on when you said it, I was like, nailed it. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, what I find is that a lot of these female business owners don't feel worthy of success in their business of like actually getting it. So you know they what? go ahead. I was gonna say, Joseph, it's not just our opinion either. There's no. research that actually shows that that this is true. And it's true in the corporate world too, with many uh, C-suite women or women that are in managerial positions or executive positions. 
they feel like it's rude. The research shows that women feel like it's rude to ask for what you want, to, to deserve it, and, and to earn what yeah. you think you're worth. You know, so for all our uh, female listeners out there, and I know I have a lot of women that listen to this, this show, your first 100K, I want to look you in the eye, and, I'm, and Jen's looking you in the eye as well, okay? So we're both looking you in the eye. You got four eyes looking at you right <laughs> now, girl, okay? And we're saying to you, listen, we get that you're passionate about your business. That is a requirement. We get that your heart filled Right? And you're, you're choosing to do something that really lights you up on the inside. But what we're adding to the conversation, it's not a this or that, where you have to choose a heart-filled business or making money. It's this and that. Okay? You got to have both. You got to have both. Because as Jen said, if you don't have the revenue coming in, you can't do the heart-centered thing. And I'm going to go one step deeper and kind of push on your heart a little bit maybe a little guilt or something like that. I hope it, it pushes you forward. But listen, you're caring more. If I could give you real truth, Startup Nation, you care more about not offending your clients than you do about providing for your own family. Jen, is there any truth to that? 100% true. Think about that. Without you getting paid what you deserve to get paid because you are worth it, you get without you getting paid what you deserve you're going to have to make compromises somewhere you're either going to have to compromise on the level of service that you're providing to your clients you're going to compromise on your personal and professional development because you're not going to be able to afford to join associations and go to conferences and do the things that you need to do to become better to become great you're not going to be able to provide like joseph said to for your family you're you may have the symptom of that you've never even taken a paycheck for yourself mm. in your business. And, and you deserve better than that. You deserve more than that. Mm. Amen. So Startup Nation, hopefully we didn't poke at you too much. But at the same time, this is why we need coaches around us, right? Jen does consulting. I do spiritual coaching. Why? Because we want to show you your blind spots, your blind spot is that thing you don't even know you're doing that's not getting you the result that you keep saying you're wanting and then you keep showing up frustrated in your life and with your kids and with your spouse and it's not working. Right. So step one is you got to look at your, your situation and say this isn't working. And once, it, once you know it's not working, then you can start to say, you know what, who can I get around me who's been where I want to go? like a Jen, for example, right? And, and who can I hire? Who's that coach that can really show me my blind spots and the next steps for me to take? Then you have a choice in the matter. See, right now it's not your fault. And I think Jen, you'll agree with this. It's not their fault because they don't even know what's, that, they're not, that it's not working. They somehow think it's working and if they just apply more energy and more effort or more investment, that somehow it's gonna work. What do you wanna no. say to that? that listener right now who believes that lie so yes it's definitely not their fault the information and the education and the training just doesn't exist it's mm. as far from what i have seen unless you come out of college with a degree in business or a master's in business if you've studied something else this is not going to be something that has been part of your curriculum i also find that a lot of the small business owner, entrepreneurial, uh, local events, 
don't really focus on this. They focus on lead passing leads one at a time or helping you find the one next client, you know, or, um, and that becomes the default for business owners. Think about this is the behavior of a typical business owner. And I know, cause I've been there myself. I've made a ton of mistakes as a business owner. Okay. So what happens is typically a business owner decides that they're going to open up shop. So the first thing that they do is build a website and print up some business cards, maybe open up a Facebook business page. Okay. Those are the first three things. So then the website gets done. They spend 10 grand on that or whatever. The website gets done. The business cards show up and they go, now what? How do I get clients? I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to run around to networking events. I'm going to go to a networking event today because it's easy. It's free. If they have not been taught marketing, which most people have not, unless that's what you've studied like me, they don't know how to do marketing. And so they're afraid to implement real processes that work for growing revenue for attracting right. so clients let's, let's jump into that because i think okay. we both we all get the theory of like why it's not working right and uh -huh. and how we get pulled into the networking groups and all that but what are those practical your top three tips or strategies that you want to give right now to my female startup nation that they can apply into their business yeah. to hit their first 100K in the next 12 months. In 2020, yes, ladies, you're going to make 100K. Okay, Jen's so, gonna tell you how. What are your three top tips and strategies? Okay, so I steal this from Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank. I wasn't in training with him and he said it, so I'm gonna give him credit. He said, there are three things that you need to know before you invest any money in marketing. I don't care if marketing is going to networking events, spending money on ads, doing a print ad, I don't care what it is, but these are the three things you need to know. Number one, you need to know your market. And you need to know the size of the market. And marketers talk about this a lot. You know, ideal audience, avatar, blah, blah, blah. So you need to know who that is. I like to explain it a different way. What problem do you solve for who? <laughs> and the bigger problem that you solve, the better you can get paid also. So what is the problem that you solve for who? That's the first thing. And how many of those people exist? If you're solving some random problem for not that many people, it's probably not a great business model. That's why Kevin says that's the first thing you need to know. Second thing you need to know is your break-even point. How many leads do you need? What's your conversion rate? What prices do you need to have your solution priced at? How's your payment model gonna work? Are you gonna be on a recurring basis, like a recurring monthly payment basis, or are you gonna be a, you know, one, a one-time sale? Right? What are you selling? What's the offer? What's, what are you selling? And then you need to have an eye on your profit margin. I'll give you a, a number of 15%. I subscribe to the Profit First, Mike McCallivitz, um train of thought in running, organizing profit in a business. So 15% for a business that makes 250 or less a year, 250 grand or less a year. So you need to know that break-even point. You need to know those five numbers. You also need to know your profit potential. So if you hit your break-even point, you can project 10% or 50% increases if you're awesome and you commit and you're deciding you're going to make marketing the number one priority in your business, you're going to make growing revenue the number one priority, you need to know what that number is. That is the very first thing that you need to do before you do anything is you need to know those numbers. And if you don't know how to do it, I can do it for you. <laughs> so Jen, here's, here's what I'm going to say right uh, now, because Startup uh, Nation, I know they, some of these ladies are thinking right now, Oh my gosh, she's talking about numbers. Mm -hmm. I know I got to do numbers, but I don't want to. I don't uh -huh. like to. I'm not good at it. That's okay. So, I so am. what, do, what am I going to do instead? I'm going to go right back to networking. You can't. Even though it's not working. I know. It's, what it's do you want to say to them? Uh, my question is, 
how bad do you want your business to survive? It's not a coincidence that most small businesses fail. Using the existing way that you've been told to grow a business, which is just go to networking events and go chase after clients one at a time. There's, that formula is broken and it does not work. It does not work. The statistics do not lie. It doesn't matter how bad you want it or how passionate you are or how much you care about your clients. It doesn't work and it's not your fault. That process is broken. It doesn't work. So that's the question is how bad do you want it to work? Now, if you want it to work really bad, you need to consider that you are the CEO of an organization or the CEO of your company. The number one thing that CEOs of companies work on and look at and make decisions based on is the numbers. So you got to do it. You just have to, you have to learn how to do it or you need to hire someone that can help you do it. This is not a complicated process. I can do it in 45 minutes or less. You might, it might take you a couple hours or a couple days to figure out if you do it on your own. So this is not that complicated. So you need to know your numbers. Number one, you need to know what problem you solve and for who number two, right? That's it. And then number three, you have to decide what is going to be your number one scalable replicable way that you're going to generate leads for yourself. I choose speaking. I have events. I do my own events. I do my own workshops and I speak at other people's events. That's my thing. It, that's not for everybody, but you're going to have to have something. I have one client who's a roof. They own a roofing company in Colorado Springs and direct mail works really great for them. That's their one thing that they do. So I fix their direct mail campaigns, fix their advertising and it's scalable. It's replicable. If this roofer was running around to networking events, trying to find a roofing client one at a time, they wouldn't have the ability to grow their business beyond just them. And actually, Joseph, can I share a personal story with you? Yeah, you got two minutes. Go. Okay. Personal story. When I first became an entrepreneur, I relied on networking only to grow my business. One day I got really sick, ended up in the emergency room and the doctor looked me in the eye and said, Jen, you have a tumor. Because I was relying on networking and not real marketing, not real sales and scaling a business with, you know, advertising and all that stuff, my business came crashing down and I lost everything because I was the person that was responsible for getting the leads one at a time at a networking event. I don't want that to happen to your listeners because life happens, stuff happens, bad things happen and, and it can totally interrupt and disrupt your success as a business owner. So please take what I'm sharing with you to heart. You have to know your numbers. You have to know what problem you solve. You just got to get a grip on these things. This is what's going to make you successful. Startup Nation, you can listen to Jen's advice right now or don't. And if you don't, keep going back to struggling. Keep going back to being frustrated and wondering why it, it works for everybody else, but not you. Keep playing the victim in your business. You can. We're going to let you. We're not going to force you into this. However... If you want more for doing less, this is the way. Jen's given it to you. Her three steps are spot on. I agree with her completely. Jen, what is your number one daily habit? The thing you do every single day that really uh, helps you move forward towards your goals, your dreams, whether business or personal, what's that thing you do? So every day I'm, I happen to be a woman of faith. So I pray every day. That's just, that's what I do. Cause I can't do anything without God in my life. That's just how I am. Also, I do work out a lot. 
<laughs> like four times a week. It's not an everyday thing, but working out and taking care of myself and taking care of my body and making myself a priority makes me stronger in my business. It gives me energy. It gives me clarity, mental clarity, and it just makes me a better person when I show up. Now, Startup Nation, you may say, I don't have time for all that. I don't have time for taking care of myself. Well, it just goes back to what Jen and I started the show with. You don't feel worthy. That's really what it comes down to. But here's the thing. If you don't fill up to overflow, then you got nothing to pour into yourself, into your business, into your kids, into your spouse. And you're just a woman that keeps showing up as what I call a spiritual supply pipe. That means you're pouring through to everybody else, but leaving nothing for yourself. That's not a sustainable strategy. You must become a spiritual overflow or reservoir so that you're constantly filled. Like Jen, she prays, right? So she gets filled up by God every single morning, right? And then with the overflow, she never dips into her own tank. You get that? With the overflow, she pours into the lives of those that she loves and cares about. That's the game changer for your life, and you are worthy of that. All right, Jen, we're going to go into my favorite part of the show, the hustle round. I'm going to ask you 10 quick-fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. Are you ready? Go. All right. Before we do, though, Startup Nation, we're listening to Jen DeVore Richter. You can find her at bosswomenrock.com. Bosswomenrock.com. Go check out what she's up to. Check out her membership, membership site for ladies and grow your business in 2020. This is your year. Okay, Jen, here we go. What's your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? Freedom. Freedom. What's your least favorite thing? Taxes. Taxes. <laughs> what are you most afraid of? Failure. Hmm. What did you spend way too much time doing your first year in your business? Overthinking and overcomplicating. Oh, amen to that. What secret fear do you have about people? I have a hard time trusting people that they're going to make the right decisions. Yeah. Decisions that could negatively impact me. I get that outside of your control, right? Right. Okay. Now I truly believe we all struggle with something. We're human. Mm -hmm. What are you currently struggling with? If you're just being real with startup nation, not trying to look good or avoid looking bad, just being real, whether personally or in your business, what are you struggling with? I personally am struggling with, so we just moved six months ago from Florida to Denver and most of my family is in Florida, including my dad and my brother and my niece and my nephew. And I'm struggling maintaining those relationships, Mm. you know, because we're, I'm not close anymore. I'm not there anymore. And I'm super busy in a new market and, you know, starting up in a big city with tons of opportunity. And it's been great for my business. My business is like, boom, but my family is a little frustrated (laughs) Mm. with me because I'm not showing up as the primary person that keeps our glue, our family glue together anymore. Cause I'm just not there. Yeah. I get that. That's tough. And I could see how you wrestle with that on the inside. What do you wish you had learned sooner in your business? What I, okay. It's public speaking, speaking your words, your message, sharing your ideas, putting yourself in front of an audience, 
to me, I think is the number one most powerful way to grow a business that you probably agree because it's why you have a podcast. It is so powerful. And I wish I would have done that sooner and, and learned how to do it as a profession, as a professional first. Yeah. And getting paid, ladies, getting paid to do it, not just for free. You could start <laughs> yes. out for free, but start increasing your price quickly. What's a new habit you want to form? New habit. Supposed to not overthink this. I need to get more. I need to return more to reading every day. Mm. I used to do that really strong, and then I just with the move and the new city and the new routine and the new hat. You know, just everything is new about my life right now. I've kind I've fallen out of that, and so I would like to reignite that in 2020. I get that. What's a bad habit you want to break? Oh my gosh. I was just talking to my pure bar instructor about this last night. I'm addicted to Instagram. When I wake up in the middle of the night, I immediately grab from my phone and I scroll through Instagram and then 30 minutes has burned by. And now I'm awake because my eyes are staring at the screen. And so I'm losing, I'm actually losing sleep over this terrible habit. I need to stop it. I need to like put my phone in a safe at night. All right. Startup nation really listen and model to everything Jen said prior to just now. Do not copy that habit. No. That is dangerous. <laughs> that is so not good for your life no, personally and professionally. All right. Uh, pick three words to describe who you are now. Who I am now. I am fulfilled. I am enough. And I am chosen. Startup Nation, did you hear that? You're fulfilled. You're enough. And you're chosen. Pick three words to describe who you were your first year in business. Excited confused broke <laughs> i think you just you just like poked at 90 percent of our yeah. listeners there you go and last question if you could come back to life jen after you died look your family and friends in the eye uh -huh. and give them only one piece of advice what would you say to them be bold decide to step into your greatness and go for it just get Make a life for yourself that is beyond what you even think that you're capable of. Mm, amen to that. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want Startup Nation to know about making their first 100K this year, 2020? You can do it. Everything is possible and it's all there for you. There is so much abundance in this world. There is money to be made. There are people that need to be helped. And right now, someone somewhere is wishing, hoping, and praying for you to come into their lives. They need you. If not you, Startup Nation, then who? You are worthy enough, right? You're worthy enough to care about others, but you always got to care about yourself. That's very important. Okay. And what's the best way for Startup Nation to get in touch with you if they so choose? So the very best thing to do is go to helpmefind10k.com. This is my uh, scheduling process. If you would like for me to do a 45 minute call with you to show you exactly the revenue plan for your first 100K, my guarantee, my promise is that I can find you 10,000 in 45 minutes. I can show you how to make your next 10K, but really I'm gonna show you how to, how to create your first 100K plan. So that's helpmefind10k.com and that will put you right on my calendar if you'd like to speak with me. What a great offer, Startup Nation. And I really like the way you position that. Like it. Hey, here's a little taste. Free samples. It's like free samples at Costco. Yeah. It's cool. 
All right. And Startup Nation, if you love these interviews that I do here um, and you love the spoken word and the audio, that's awesome. But I know some of you like the written word and you want to read a blog post. So I've started writing these into blog posts, these interviews that I do. So if you want to find Jens, it's coming up in the next few days. Uh, so this show goes live. Obviously, you're hearing it uh, this Friday. But then uh, the blog post, go to josephwarren.net and read the blog posts as well. You're gonna find some valuable content that is not included in this interview. All right, so go check that out at josephwarren.net. And if you want spiritual coaching with me, because you need that good kick in the butt, right? And uh, my clients know that's what I give. I am the real deal and I'll do it nicely and kindly, but I'm gonna get you what you want. So I'm gonna hold you to your word. If, if you want that kind of coaching, uh, check out josephwarren.net. Jen. Thank you for being on your first 100K. You did a superb job, my lady. My and uh, I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life. Same to you. Thank you, Joseph. You're welcome. Cheers. Bye now. Startup Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your business without building faith in your business. If you want to have that conversation on the faith side of things, go check out my other podcast called Broken Catholic. On that show, I interview all different guests about why the world isn't working right now. Plus, I tackle unspeakable topics that you may secretly struggle with, but won't admit. We gotta get your faith right to get your business right. Go to brokencatholic.com. I'm Joseph Warren and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day and I'll see you right back here next week.